We're starting from the bottom of Daf Ayin Hei Amid Beis. I read a few words over here yesterday, but I stopped in the middle. So we're starting from the last few words where it talks about the words that it says, Lechem Abidim, regarding the man. Dover Acher, another pshat, what the words Lechem Abidim mean. Lechem Abidim Ochal Ish. So this Lechem Abidim, Ish ate them. Who's Ish? Ze Yeshua. This refers to Yeshua, Shiyarod Leimon, Keneged Kol Yisrael. That man came down for him, as much as it came down for all the Eden. This, as Rashi says, refers to the time when Yeshua followed Moshe Rabbeinu till the mountain. And Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights. So when he was waiting there for Moshe Rabbeinu, he got Mon as much as all the Eden. So how do we know that Ish refers to Yeshua? Ish, the Pasuk here says Ish. Ksiv Hasam, in another place it says by Yeshua, Kach Yeshua Benun Ish Asheruach Bai. So I see that Ish is Yeshua. So the Gemara asks, Maybe the expression of Ish refers to Moshe, that by Moshe it also uses the term Ish. So the Gemara answers, We compare the expression of Ish, that it says by the Mon, to Ish, that it says regarding Yeshua, and we do not compare the expression of Ish to Ish, that it says by Moshe. Shalu Talmidov, this is Rabshimim ben Yechoi, or Rabshimim ben Yechi. The students of Rabshimim ben Yechoi asked him, Bifnei ma'at lo'yorad lehem li'isroh mon pa'amachas pashona. Why didn't the mon come down just once a year, enough mon for the entire year? Amalehem, so he answered them, Em shalach ha'moshal, I'll give you the following moshal. Lamad davadayim, what does this compare to? Lamelech basavadam, a human king, sheyesh lo'y ben echot, and he has one son. He gives him all of his food once a year. And he wouldn't come to greet his father only once a year when he had to get his food. So now the king changed the schedule and he gives him the Mizainis only for once, for what he needs for that day, once a day. And now he came to greet his father every single day. So the same thing is also Af Yisrael, the Eden as well. Mishi Yeshloi, Abav, Chamisha Banim. A person has four or five children. So what happens? Hayedayik v'ayme shemela yered man lemachar v'nimtzu kula meisim berav. So he's concerned. Maybe he's not going to have enough food, and everybody's going to die from hunger. Right. So now, as, as the Marshal over here says, that uh, the Gemara says, this is only if he has children. He's concerned that he's going to die because they had food that they bought from the Tagreya Umais, from the uh, Gayim around them, as we learned in the Gemara before. So for himself and his wife, he would have enough. But if he has children, so then he's worried that he's not going to have enough. So therefore, and he's thinking to himself, maybe the Mon won't come down tomorrow. We're all going to die better off in hunger. So like this, you have all the Yidin, that are, their hearts are connected to the Ebishter in heaven, and therefore the Ebishter makes the man come down once a day. another pshat, why it comes down every day fresh. Because the man they received, they ate it when it was still hot. another pshat, If they're going to have enough man for the entire year when they're traveling, they're going to have to take this load of the man along with them, so the Ebishter didn't want to do that to the Eden. Another thing it's, we, we learned about the man. They were sitting and talking about the parsha of the man. 
Rabbalaza Midoi was also sitting amongst them. Nene, Rabbalaza Midoi Vama, Rabbalaza Midoi said as follows Mon, Shayarad Lemli Yisrael, the Mon that came down for the Eden, Hoyagavoya Shishimama, the height of the Mon that came down was 60 yamas high. Amalai Rabtarfan, Rabtarfan said to Rabbalaza Midoi, Midoi, the one from Midoi, Admasayat Megaviv Dvarim Umevi Alenu. Until when are you going to gather these things and t- tell us without any source? Amalai, so he says to Rabtarfan, Rebbe, Mikrani Deirish. I have a source from a Pasik that I'm darshaning based on a Pasik. And here he brings from a Pasik that it says by the Mabel. And based on this, he will show how he sees that by the Mon it was 60 Amasai. What does it say by the Mabel? The water came very strong from above and there was 15 Amas. So it went 15 Amas above the ground and all the mountains were covered as well. So when we read the Pasuk in the simple Pshat, the first part of the Pasuk, when it says that there was 15 Amas that had covered everything. So it doesn't say, as Rashi explains, it doesn't say whether that refers to a mountain or a valley. What did it cover? So if we're going to read the Pasuk in the simple sense that it went 15 Amis above ground level in every place accordingly, whether it's a mountain or a valley. So then the question will be, Does the Pasuk mean to say that the water went above the ground 15 Amis, whether it was in a valley? And the same 50 Namas above the level of the ground, whether it was on a mountain, could that be? Does the water stand up this way like a wall, that it's it, it, in the valley and then there's a wall and it goes up by a mountain? That's impossible, at least not naturally. There is actually an opinion in the Medrash, the Mashar, he quotes that yes, this miracle did happen. Another question, Teve Hechisagye. If, if it was not equal in all places and the water was 15 amas above in the valley and then in the mountain and in each place accordingly, so then how did the Teva get up to the top of the mountain where it, uh, where it went at the end of the Mabal? Ella, rather, what happened by the Mabal is as follows. The Bachir adds a few words. In the beginning, the Teva says by the Mabal, All the waters from below, under the earth, opened up and that filled up the entire world, Ad Ashvu Maye Bahadi Turi. That the water that covered the entire world covered the entire world in one equal height, covering everything, all the mountains and all the valleys, and it covered all the mountains. And uh, obviously, by the valleys, the height of the water above the ground in the valleys was much more than the height of the water above the mountains, but it covered everything equally. So there was one equal height of water. Then, there was another 15 amas of rainwater that came down from above, the intensity of the water that came down from above. So the point is here, we see that what came, the water that came from above added the height of 15 amas to the water of the Mabo. Now, now we're bringing this back to the Mon. Which measure of the Ebishter is more is more? The measure that comes for the positive or for the negative? Of course, we know always the measure for the positive is much more. From the negative. So so now what does it say here regarding this 15 amas of water that came down from above? How does the Torah describe this, this rainwater? That the windows of heaven opened up. 
When it comes in the positive, what does the Pasuk say? The Abisha commanded the heavens above, the Dalsay Shamayim Posach, and the the doors of heavens opened up, and Abisha brought down for them mon, the Dogan Shamayim Nosan Lomik, and the grain from heaven he gave to the Eden. So when it describes the month coming from Shemayim, it describes it as a door, doors opening up. So the Bach here adds that this is a Braise. Vitana, we learned in a Braise. Kama Arubes Yesh How many windows, sizes of windows, is there in a door? Arba. Arba, Arba. Four, four. Each window, sorry, each door that is, is made up of the size of four windows. So if it says here a plural term that the Abish opened up, Dalsei Shemayim, so So you have over here an opening which is the size of eight windows. So if it says by the marble that the, the height of the water that came down by the marble was 15 amas high, so by the man where it says that the, the, the amount that opened up was dal shemayim, which is eight times as much, so eight times as much is v'nimtza mon so it comes out that the man that came down for Yidin is 60 amas high. This is the source of Rabbi Loza Madoi that he said that the man that came down was uh, 60 amas high. The Gemara continues another thing that it says regarding the Mabel. Sorry, regarding the man that is. Tanya that is, we learned in Isi ben Yehuda Isi ben Yehuda says, Mon lem Yisrael, the mon that came down for the Yidin, it was it became stronger and it became more and more higher and higher, the pile of the mon. It was such a high mountain that all the kings in the west and the east saw it. As we see from the Pasik that it says, the Devishah prepares a table of food for the Yidin, that all of the nations of the world and even those that are enemies of the Yidin saw them, saw them all over the world. So the Gemara continues, what does it say afterwards in the Pasik? Kaisi Revoya. What does Kaisi Revoya mean? Omar Abaye, so Abaye said, Shmamino, from here I see, Kasa de David la Almedasi. This Pasik, which also refers to David HaMelech when Lasid Lavai. So the Kais of David HaMelech, and then in that time, Masn ve Esrin vechad Luge Machsik. It's going to be the size of 221 lug. Shenema kaisi revoya. His kais will be revoya. What is revoya? Begematria hachahave. That's the gematria of revoya. So the Gemara asks, going back now to the mabel and the, uh, and the mon, that we compared to what happened then by the mabel. That over here by the mon, we learn from there the height of the mon that came down. So the question is on this, how could you compare the two, the two cases? It's not the same thing. There it came down, the height of water, 15 Amis, over the span of 40 days. Here we're talking about the man that comes down at once in the morning. So how can we say that over here, at one time it comes down in one morning, that we could compare it to the height of the marble that comes down over the span of 40 days? Another question, in the opposite. There we're talking about the mabel that comes down for the, and gets spread out for the entire world. 
Here we're talking about the man that's concentrated in one area that comes down only to the Eden. So so it's possible that it was much higher, it was much more than uh, just 60 Yamas. So therefore the Gemara leaves this as a question that this comparison that Rabbalah Medoi made there to the Mabal is uh, not necessarily understood. Okay, now the Gemara goes back to the halachas that we were learning here, Kippur, the beginning of the Perek, where it spoke about the Chamisha Inuyim, the five different things that we have to not uh, refrain from doing in Yom Kippur. The Gemara comes back to bring the source for them. Also Bachila. Then it said the other Inuyim in the Mishnah. So, Hani Chamisha Inuyim Keneged Mi. The five things mentioned in the Mishnah, where, what's the source, corresponding to what is this? Where do we find in the Torah source for this? So even though the Gemara brought before the general source because it says Shabbosan, but here the Gemara is going to bring that it says in the Torah five times the expression of Inui on Yom Kippur. It says it five times in the Torah in these five Psukim. And then again, and again another Pasuk. And in these five Psukim it mentions that you should inflict yourself on Yom Kippur. If you look in the list of the Mishnah, is it only five things? It mentions six. So the Gemara answers, When it says not to drink, that's included in not eating. It's one thing. Because From where do I know that drinking is included in eating? that you should eat, and what does it say? You're eating the maiser, and it mentions amongst them tiroishcha. What's tiroishcha? Tiroish chamrehu. Tiroish is wine. V'karele v'achalta. And the pasuk refers to the wine as eating. So the Gemara asks on this, how do you know that this is wine? Mimai. V'dil medachle al yedea nigrain. Maybe you're mixing the wine together with an anigrain, which is eating. As the Gemara will now say what anigrain is. Da'omer rabbe bar Shmuel, anigrain is maya de silke. It's water from beets. Achsigrain is my the kulish loki. Achsigrain is sort of like a vegetable soup. So, which is maybe mixed with wine as well, but it's, it's, it's a food that you eat. It's not uh, just wine alone. So maybe when it says, and it mentions tiroishcha, it doesn't just refer to drinking wine. So where's the source that achila includes drinking as well? There's another Pasuk. You take the money of the Maisa Shani and then you come to Yerushalayim and you buy with it whatever you desire. So it says over here that you have in it Bayayin and Sheikhar. It mentions also Sheikhar. And Sheikhar, Sheikhar is beer and you're drinking it. And right afterwards it says in the Pasuk that you eat it. The refer, sorry, the Pasuk refers to it as eating. So the Gemara says again, How do you know that he's just drinking the beer alone? Maybe he eats it. He eats it through a nigrain, like with this uh, mixing with the beets, as he mentioned before. So the Gemara says, no. Our source was not from the wine. The source was from Sheikhar. Which is midi de mishake. This refers to something that will get a person drunk. And that's uh, not what, as Rashi says, that's not derech achila. That's, that's only when you drink. So, and, and nevertheless, the Torah uses the term vachalta. So I see that vachalta is used even for something that you're drinking. On this, the Gemara asks, but vidilme dveila ki'ilis. Maybe the Sheikha here refers to a dveila, 
a pressed fig that comes from the place Keilis, which could make a person drunk. The Tanya, we learned in Abraise, Ochal Dvela Keilis, a person eats this Dvela Keilis, or Veshosa Dvash, or he drinks honey, Vcholov, or milk, Venichnas Lamikdosh, and he's a Kayan, and he goes into the base of Mikdosh. So what's the halacha then? Chayiv, he's going to be Chayiv Malkus for entering into the base of Mikdosh, why after he became drunk? You're not allowed to be drunk and go into the Beis HaMikdosh. So you see that uh, there is a kind of food that you could eat and become drunk. So maybe that's what the Sheikhar refers to. So there's no Raya that Sheikhar refers to just drinking beer. And to the Gemara, Ella, we must say, Yalef, Sheikhar, Sheikhar, Minazer. He's learning out the term Sheikhar that it says here, from the term Sheikhar that it says by a Nazer. Mala, Lon, Yayin, there is talking about a person that's drinking wine and becoming drunk, Afkan Yayin. Here as well it refers to wine, and the Torah uses the term Va'achalta. So I see that we use the term Va'achila for drinking. The Gemara now goes back to what was mentioned before, when the Gemara tried to bring a raya from the term Tiresh, that Tiresh is wine, and the Gemara asks on this now, does the term Tiresh refer to wine? But we learned in Abraise, a person that makes and neder not to have tiraish. So what is tiraish? Asur b'chol mine mesike. He's not allowed to have anything sweet, which refers to that as Rashi says, fruits and apples and grapes. But it doesn't refer to umutabiyayin. He's allowed to drink wine. So it's not tiraish is not wine. You're telling me that Tirish is not wine, but Vaksiv, there's a Pasuk that says, Tirish will open up, virgins, what was closed when a person drinks wine, it opens up. So you see, that doesn't refer to, to fruits and things like that. That doesn't make a person drunk, intoxicated, it doesn't open him up. So it does refer to wine. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a raya. The way you read this Pasuk here is, Dovar Tirish. The wine coming from the grapes, Yenayviv Besulais, will open up Sulais. So it doesn't refer to the wine itself. Vaksev, but there's another passage where it says, Vitirish Yikvecha Yifreitsu. The Tirish that comes from your vats will, be, will open up. So you see that the wine that flows out from the vats opens a person up. Again, the Gemara answers, Dovar Haba Minatirish Yikvecha Yifreitsu. It refers to the wine that comes from the tirish, it comes from the, the grape that will open you up. But the Gemara asks, there's another passage where it says, Znus, v'yayin, v'tirish, yikachlev. Znus and wine and tirish will take away your heart. So over here, you see that tirish is wine. As the Teisvis Rid says, because the Gemara does not want to answer and say that Tirish over here means what comes from the Tirish. Because right before that it said Yayin. Yayin is what comes from the Tirish, comes from the grapes. So when it says afterwards Tirish, it must be referring to a different type of wine. There's Yayin, which is wine that uh, after it ferments and it's wine. And Tirish is fresh uh, after it's pressed from the grapes. And that all takes a person's heart and uh, even the fresh wine can get a person intoxicated. So the point is that you see that the tiraish refers to the wine, not to the grapes of the, that the wine comes from. Ela, so therefore the Gemara answers, the kula alme tiraish chamruhu. So really, in the psukim we see here that the tiraish usually refers to wine. But ubenedarim halecha chaloshim when it comes to the Nidarim, the reason why we say that a person is not asked to drink wine because we follow the way people speak. That's the rule by Nidarim, to see what he meant with his Nida. And therefore over there, the Brais is saying that when people say Tiraish, they're not referring to wine. 
they're referring to sweet things, sweet fruits, and things like that. What are the two names for wine? One is Yayin and one is Tiresh. What's the meaning? Yayin shemevi yulala loilam. The meaning of Yayin is that it brings yulala, it brings grief into the world. If you drink, as Rashi says, too much wine and then there's an inappropriate behavior and then it brings uh, all kinds of uh, punishment into the world. Tiresh shakolam is garabai. If you overindulge in wine, nasarosh, you become poor. Rav Kahane, Rami Rav Kahane asks, even one Pasuk it says, Tirosh. It says in the Pasuk actually, Tirosh, it's written without a Vav, so it's written, it's read, it's written Tirosh. The Karinon, but the way we pronounce it is Tirosh. So what's the difference? Zoha, if one drinks wine in the proper amount, and he's Zoha, Nasa Rosh, he becomes a head. Loizoha, if you don't treat wine properly, you overindulge, Nasa Rosh, you become poor. Behind you, the Rav, this is similar to what Rav said. The Rav, Rami, Rav asked the question, Ksiv, it says in the Pasik, Yisamach. <coughs> Sorry. It says in the Pasik, Yisamach, but, but it's, it's written with a sin, so it's, it's written as if it says Yishamach. The Kirinom, but we pronounce it Yisamach with a sin. So what's the difference? Zocha Misamcha. If you treat the wine properly, Yisamach, it makes you happy. You don't treat wine properly, so then it will make the person completely shmama, like, uh, like he's in a desert. And the Masha says that the ches is interchangeable with the hay, so it's as if it says yishama, that he becomes like a shmama. This is what Rav said regarding himself, the wine that I drank, and the different besamim that I smelled, these are the things that opened my mind and my heart and made me smart. Gemara comes back now to the other things that we spoke about in the Mishnah regarding the Inuyim of Yom Kippur. So it mentioned after the drinking, eating and drinking, so there's Rechitze and Siche. So you're not allowed to wash in Yom Kippur and not allowed to anoint yourself. So Minalam, from where do we know the Ikri Inuy? That they are also referred to as things that are affliction. There's a Pasuk where it says in Daniel, Lechem Chamudais Lechalti, I did not eat bread, Ubasa V'yayin Le'boil Pi. And I did not have meat or wine come into my mouth. mouth. And I did not apply anything on my skin. So what is this Pasuk referring to? My lechem chamudais. What does it mean? That gishmak, good bread, loyachalti, didn't eat. Bread that's made from clean flour, from wheat, he did not eat. That's the Pasik that Daniel says. Now, how do we know from here so that uh, what it's written in that Pasik refers to an union of Inui, affliction? Because after that, the Pasik says, says to him, Altira Daniel, do not be afraid. From the time when you gave to your heart to, to uh, understand, to afflict yourself, it says, Your words are going to be listened to. I come to you to, to listen to your words. So here we see that when it says in the Pasuk, he didn't eat bread and he did not drink wine and he also did not uh, he did not apply, he did not anoint himself. So I see that Sicha is also an affliction. Ashkechan Sicha. So I see in the Pasuk it says this regarding Sicha. But how do I know that washing yourself is also an Inui? 
There's a different pasik where it says, this is, a, this is speaking about a klala, and there it says, The negative, in the negative, it'll come to you like water inside. And like the oil that comes onto your uh, bones. So therefore we're comparing, Gemara now understands the Pshat here is just like a person that's not drinking water, but when he's washing himself in water, we're comparing also applying oil to your skin to washing yourself in water. So therefore, what do we see from here? That we're comparing actually, as the Gemara will now explain, that uh, we're comparing in the reverse. We're comparing washing yourself to applying oil to your skin. So just like we brought now the source that you're not allowed to apply anything to your skin, Sicha is also an Inui, so too you're not allowed to go into the water to wash yourself. But the Gemara asks, Maybe the way to compare this is we're comparing over here to uh, drinking water. We compare applying oil to your skin to drinking water not to washing yourself in water. We're looking for a source that washing yourself in water is going to be an affliction. So the Gemara says, no, we're comparing the two, and therefore the water that it speaks about in this passage is compared to the oil. Just like the oil that a person is anointing to his body is on the outside. The water mentioned there is also speaking about not a person that's drinking the water, but a person that's entering into water, going washing himself. This is not a good source for this because in Ebraisa we learned that a Tana compares it in the opposite direction. As we said in Ebraisa, it's not Minayin, or this is actually in a Mishnah, Mesech the Shabbos. Minayin l'siche shihi kishtiye b'yayim akipurim. From where do I know that when one applies something on his skin, that it's compared to drinking on Yom Kippur and it's not allowed. So it says, even though there's no complete proof, but you have a remez in the Pasuk, the water that he drinks, like water that you drink, and the, like the oil that you apply to your skin. So you see over here in this Mishnah, that it's, it's, it's comparing it in the reverse, that the water that it speaks about is speaking about drinking water, and then it says that we compare anointing yourself to the water that you drink. So you can't say that we're comparing the water that you enter into, the water that you're bathing in, to the oil that you apply to your skin. So therefore Ravashi says, you're right. The source for this that you're not allowed to bathe yourself is from that passage that we brought before by Daniel. And I did not apply anything to my skin. And it uses a double lotion. So therefore we learn out that that includes not only actually applying something to your skin, but also entering into water, bathing yourself is also not allowed.